This episode of Weekly Regular is brought to you by WeeklyRegular.com. WeeklyRegular.com is uh, the website, the parent website of this podcast and all your other Brandon and Hassan comedy needs, like sketches and and, and, and other and, and pictures of us, pictures of us, <laughs> other things of that nature that are pretty funny. Um, links to our social media, our Instagram's pretty popping. It, it is like your hub of comedy content. It's your it's your comedy hub. Exactly. Um, comedy hub. Uh, dot com was taken, so we <laughs> it was. Uh, we went with uh, weekly regular dot com. We should have weekly regular hub. Weekly regular uh, dot hub. They do a bunch of like dot no, whatever's now. No dot com is way better. Like if if someone tells me their website is like it a dot org or like dot me or something like that, I just ignore it. I don't go <laughs> dot biz. I've not given to so many charities because they're <laughs> it ends with a dot org. Like dot org. Get S- out of here. Saint Jude dot org. <laughs> and I'm taking my money to some hospital as a dot com. Thank you very much. I'm giving. You couldn't the, even get the dot com. I'm giving the sick children, not the poor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, should we on that note? Should we let's get, start the let's episode? Get into the episode. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is Asan, and my name is Brandon. Hello, Brandon. Hello, Asan. How you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Good. How How was your week? Um, it was good. Um, we're gonna have a, a whole other episode about that. Uh, You're right, because we're not here for that. <laughs> the, the, that'll be the weekly regular. This is the weekly irregular. <laughs> I like it. Um, that's no, not, that that's not like an official a, name. That sounds like a that sounds like a workshop for people who have like irritable bowel syndrome. That sounds like a prescription. <laughs> yeah, weekly like irregular, some kind of big we, farm. Yeah, <laughs> and then it cuts to like people pl- like slow motion playing in a field with their children while they list off all the side effects. Yeah. I didn't used to be able to do this with my kids. I used to have to run to the bathroom all the time. But thanks to Weekly Irregular, <laughs> little Timmy will always have a frisbee partner. And there's like a dog. Uh, so we're here with another bonus episode. Bonus episode. Uh, it's a deep dive episode. And we, whenever we have a deep dive, we have a special guest. Yes, we do. Um, can you can you tell me about uh, today's special guest? Uh, I, she is uh, a friend of mine, uh, someone very close to my heart. Uh, she is an actress, uh, a voice actress extraordinaire. She, you uh, have probably heard her voice at some point uh, or another. She's, I did just a moment ago. Yeah, you did just a moment ago. Uh, she's very funny. She's very talented. Um she is the the mother of my girlfriend's brother's girlfriend. <laughs> okay, <laughs> which I think makes her my aunt or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's your girlfriend in law. <laughs> yeah, my yeah, exactly. My my mother in law in law. My future mother in law in law. Relationship math is complicated. But yeah, okay. I'm, I'm rolling. With uh, it. She's great, uh, Carrie Tom Basian. That's me. Hi, how are you? I'm very well. Thank you, gentlemen, for having me. I, I find it kind of delightful that two guys who sit around and shoot the breeze yep. would, yeah. would invite me on. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we're going to shoot all the breezes right today, but the breeze is going to be flowing in your direction. I like it. All right. Um, and that's not just the overhead fan that's uh, blowing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind a little smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here, uh, Carrie, we're talking about... Um, Really, your career, but we're talking about voice acting, and we're talking about being a performer. Uh, we're podcasters, uh, and surprisingly, we know nothing about voice acting. We just kind of gab in front of microphones. So I'm sure in your head, you're critiquing all of our microphone etiquette, all of our diction. 
I'm sure it's terrible. She's our affectations. All the uh, Guitar Center $10 cables, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You know, guys, it's all gone out the window. There used to be a standard about really? broadcasting, and podcasting is broadcasting. It you is. Know? Um, but the standard is kind of loosey goosey now so actually i think your equipment sounds good um what's well, thank you. yeah thank you. there's no, there is nothing quite so irritating in this area of someone who was in radio and grew up in radio before you know before the internet uh-huh this is where you went to for new music that dropped mm-hmm. you went for local news national news you went for everything everything you turned on the radio and then the internet happened and people still actually turn turn on the radio, but um, yeah. But I think you know when you when you invest your time to go on a platform and dial up a podcast and subscribe, mm-hmm. you do want some. Even if it's a loose, funny, out there show, you do you don't want you know. <laughs> You know, you want, you want, <laughs> there's a lot of that out yeah, there, but you know, you guys sound great. So oh, it's great you. to be here. It's yeah. great to All be right. here. Uh, I have a ton of questions about, about what you do for a living, but uh, before we get there, why don't we hear, take us through a little bit of your story, like how you got it, where you're from, how you got involved in this. And then we'll, we'll pit stop to ask questions or make jokes along the way. Okay. So not necessarily in that order, but I was born and raised in Southern California Ooh, and what, what city? Sherman Oaks, Sherman five minutes Oaks. from where I live. Oh, cool. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, when I was a kid, my mom, because I was kind of a crazy kid, she always put no. me... Yeah, me. Well, you know my daughter. I do know and, your daughter. You know, She's so you crazy, yeah. um, So she would put me in the local, like the uh, recreation, the Parks and Rec had a drama program in the summer. And mm-hmm. so I did really well in drama in school. And by the time I hit about 15, I was like, oh, I think I'm going to be an actress. Mm-hmm. And we had a really dear family friend who said, you're going to love this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was a very successful actor. Um, and he said, well, you're too ethnic. You'll never get a job. You're too ethnic. And the truth is that in 1976, it, I was still a little ethnic for mm. for sitcoms, et cetera. But you have a beautiful voice, and you should do something with that. So I was mean, this Frank Sinatra? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I did. I uh, I the public school system. Uh-huh. Essentially, I like to say that by my. Uh, junior year the the first semester of my junior year i realized this is not where i belong Mm -hmm. so i left um Mm. and i went out into the world to find my way and i found my way to radio so when i was a teenager instead of going to college Mm -hmm. i got on the radio at a little station in the valley called kgil Hmm. and i cut my teeth there i learned everything and i did everything i mean i can remember getting in the mustang the newsmobile you know and (laughs) driving up laurel canyon to cover a fire and being terrified like what do i do when i get there what do what what how do you you know so but over the years and then i got on k earth 101 when it was oldies and hot hits exactly brandon's not from here do you know that (laughs) do you recognize i know know, uh, the northwest primarily so i know those jingles yeah (laughs) i don't know any of those um yeah give us one no well they're escaping me right now uh uh no I don't remember. It'll come up. It'll come, it'll his, come back. Later it'll come in 25, 30 minutes, he'll, <laughs> yeah. he'll get it. Anyway, I worked at KU's for a while. Uh-huh. and and But um, I really was so fortunate because I came in. So here's the deal. Mm-hmm. 
1976, the EEOC made a determination that the broadcast industry was discriminatory against women. There really were no female DJs. There weren't a lot of female um, news anchors on television. You just didn't. It was the time at which broadcasting was saying, oh, so they wanted to get every station was looking for a token female. Have you seen the movie Anchorman with Will Ferrell? No. It deals like it's a comedy, but it deals kind of with a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah, the whole movie is about like how there's like they hire a female anchor for the first time and all the men are like super uh, uh, threatened by it. And yeah. It's really funny. Yeah. I was really fortunate because I think partly because I was so young mm. and because I overcompensated for not having a formal education that I was always kind of, I wasn't a people pleaser, but I, I always wanted to do well. So right. I was really embraced. I, I, I did not experience... Um, discrimination. I really didn't. It wasn't it was, like Mad Men for you. No, then? it wasn't at all. But I had a really. There were a really nice uh, few gentlemen who Mark Elliott, whose whose voice you would know in a hot second. Mm. He was the voice of all the Disney trailers all of your life. I mean, oh. he was just yeah. And he is there. I mean, you know, and this Mar- summer exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. And he was one of the guys who said. You know, you should really branch out and do voiceover. <laughs> Did his voice sound like that in real life? Yeah. You know. Actually, it kind of does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they all do. All those dumb LaFontaine, God rest his soul, he talked like that. You're like, oh, yeah. you got any vacation plans this year? He's like, well, actually, this summer, <laughs> I'm taking the family to Branson to visit my in-laws. It's kind of like that. Um, listen, on, on, on in another area, the, the animation people, oh, okay. you know, when you, you bump into these people, you know, you're in a restaurant. You've been hey, how you doing, Joe? I'm good. How are you? And I want to say, stop it. Just <laughs> stop doing your stop it. Off. it. <laughs> you know, or, you know, we used to say there's a great actor. You'll look him up when we're done. Eddie Deason. Eddie Deason. You've seen him and you will know him the minute you look him up. But we used to, and we all had the same agent. Uh-huh. And we used to say, he doesn't really sound like that, right? And we used to try and bust him. Like, oh, not. So but I think it was actually his voice guy. He, funny guy. Great very, very talented actor. Anyway, so um, so I started doing voiceover. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as much as I wanted to act, and actually now I've sort of returned to, I did a play about a year ago. Oh, yeah. And, what, yeah, what was the play? Uh, Summer and Smoke. I don't the, know what that is. The, it's a Tennessee I don't know why I asked you like I'm like, a, you're gonna like, know, like right? I know plays. <laughs> you're, you're a man of the theater. <laughs> like, but when, you, when someone says that, like a part of my brain goes, you have to be as fancy as them. So, well, what show was it? Is it Tennessee Williams? <laughs> yeah, Tennessee did you Williams. Did you do any drinking on stage? Uh, no, that wasn't my part. I oh. was I was a snooty gossip. What do they gossip. drink when they're like fake drinking on stage? Is oh, there liquid different in the cups? Things. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, for the most part, it depends. Oh. But, um, you know, grape juice and all the different, uh, everything mm. has a different... Uh, um, substitute. Grape juice makes my stomach hurt. Does it make your stomach hurt? There's a lot of sugar in grape juice. I don't drink it. Really? I will tell you when I'm in acting class, we have been known to drink real alcohol on really? stage, mm. which you're not supposed to do. It's terrible. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so full circle, I uh-huh. did really, really well in voiceover and very well in uh, radio in 1980. Eight, I got hired as one of the first DJs on The Wave. 94.7. The Wave. That's a jingle I do know. Yeah, see? And you've been in California long enough. Mm-hmm. And I was on that station for 25 years. Whoa, wow. I had all my babies while I was a, a 
radio personality. And, oh, while you were on the air? Yeah, I actually birthed. Uh, no, That's but, but a, I, but I did have my <laughs> We now go back to the uh, Carrie's labor. <laughs> <laughs> and now here's Kenny G. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly very similar to a baby crying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I have one, I have two questions. One, um, is there a preferred term and maybe is there a distinction between voiceover and voice acting? Is there a difference? Oh, yes. Um, well, oh, and what term do you prefer? So here's the thing. A voiceover is the uh, function. That's a that's a noun that belongs to the commercial. There's the gotcha. on camera. There's the graphics. There's the music and there's the voiceover. Gotcha. But I am a voice actor. Gotcha. And actually, really, we've kind of dropped that. I'm an actor. Damn I, it. I spe- you're damn right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Please stay seated, Terry. It's okay. I'm, I'm out of here. No, uh, I'm an actor and I specialize in voice. But mm, I am great. an actor. I mean, yeah. that's, you know, I, I've studied Shakespeare. Actually, I'll tell you something. I went back after I got off the radio. So I'm done uh-huh. being a, a DJ and I just do voiceover right. and acting. When did you finish that? 2013. You got sick okay. of Dave Cause? No. <laughs> Don't you talk about my friend Dave Cause. You're he like, is God. the nicest man you will ever meet. He's fantastic. You got sick of his cover of Careless Whisper? You're no. Like, never. I love my Dave. Love. Uh, I, you know what? All of those guys, with the exception of a couple, are remarkable human beings. I, I believe they it. really are. They are <clears throat> remarkable, and they do take a lot of grief for their music. But hey, you can, we can all make fun of Kenny, <laughs> number one selling <laughs> instrumentalist in the world yeah. for true. decades. Yeah. For decades, there's a reason. Yeah. You know, uh, I, so the reason I, my go-to kind of like schlocky kind of smooth jazz guy to make fun of is Dave Cos, but only because I have a very profound appreciation for Dave Cos. because when I was growing up my mom had like two CDs in the car she had like a Luther Vandross best of compilation CD so and then good. a Dave Cos CD <laughs> and I remember that CD because it had it was always on because it was like a, a disc changer. So whenever the Luther oh, would, yeah. would finish, straight to Dave Cos. And I remember he had a, a version of um, not Careless Whisper, but it was actually uh, the Luther Vandross song "Dance with My Father." Yeah, he oh, had yeah. like a jazz yes, rendition of that. Yeah. And like until I met like, and then I went to college and met like actual like jazz musicians, and they like laughed at me because I was like, "Oh, like Dave Cos," and they were like, "No, man, not, not like, like Dave Cos." <laughs> well, you know, it was really awful. In the so so, think about it. It, when when the wave went on the air, it mm-hmm. was all chill music. It was Sade. new age. No, mm-hmm. it wasn't Sade. Oh, it really? was more like, oh, like, like Andreas Vollenweider. It was it was ambient music. Oh, music it was, you do yoga too. Yeah, kind of. Oh, gotcha. um, and that sort of didn't work in mainstream radio. Right. So it started to evolve. And people like Dave Cause and really before him, um, David Benoit and a lot of these artists um, started doing more accessible jazz. Because here's what is true. Jazz, one of my favorite art forms, it does not work on commercial radio. There mm-hmm. just isn't a big yeah. enough. And it, actually, even me, who I love to go watch jazz, it's hard to listen to jazz on the radio because you want something yeah. that you can kind of either sing along with or, uh-huh. you know, it, it's. Yeah, and the dynamics of it don't, like if you're driving in a car, it's yeah. not going to translate well. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot. I think jazz is a live experience and right. or at home with an, a, a 33 LP, right. you know, li- listening that way. But anyway, um, but those guys, you know, they they made sort of a bridge across which jazz musicians could mm-hmm. walk. And, you know, better or worse, some of that music is awesome. Mm-hmm. Some of it's pap, you mm-hmm. know, some of it's kind of like, oh, yawn. But you see these guys in concert, 
they rip the house apart. Yeah. They're so mm-hmm. incredible. So in that regard. Um, but so you yeah. finished it. Uh, the wave. The wave. Did you ever date a jazz musician? Sorry, I had to ask. <laughs> I, I dated some. I've been around a long time. <laughs> Did you, yeah, I would imagine you probably dated a lot of people like in the music industry working at a radio station. Yeah, yeah, I did. Not a lot, but some. Anyone yeah. that's like like way more famous now than you thought they would be or more successful now than you thought they would be? No, no, oh. no. I, I no. Dave Cos is exactly as famous <laughs> as she thought he would be. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know, Dave does these amazing cruises, one of which I worked. I got to be a live host. It's a smooth, it's the Dave, it's not the smooth jazz uh, cruise. It's like Dave Cos and friends. That mm-hmm. sucker sells out. I'm sure. And yeah. it is so fun. My mom is there for sure. Uh, yeah, it is a fun time. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> finished up. Now, so here's what happened. Mm-hmm. My voiceover career mostly consisted of I was a huge commercial voiceover. I always had a car, a bank, a supermarket. Mm. Uh, back then, like when uh, charter commun- when 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 communications was new, when cell phones were barely known and cable companies were just starting. Um, and then I did a lot of promo work and I was, I, you know, I'm kind of, I would say I'm a woman of first. I was the first woman to fill in for Casey Kasem when he was on vacation on American Top Can 40. Can I give you a high five after each one? Sure. Thank you. <laughs> uh, all right. I was, I don't know that I was the first, but I was one of, I might've been the first, but I was certainly one of the first women to ever do a network promo for a primetime show. Woo. Mm. And that was the year I got married. Uh, well, no, I lied. That was actually earlier, but I, uh, when Which I got was more important to you. I'm just kidding. Well, I'll tell you, when my husband and I, my husband and I get married, yeah. we, we go on vacation or honeymoon to Napa. Uh-huh. We are two days in to our honeymoon. And my agent calls. She says, I'm really sorry. I know you're on your honeymoon. And you, I totally understand if you don't want to do it. But ABC wants to bring you in for, and I was like, Tom, he goes, yeah, we're coming home. We're coming home. We're Before on our the way. sentence we're, finished. Yeah. I mean, he, I did, he could hear through the thing. So, uh, yeah, I did. So, anyway, so uh, promos, commercials, narration. I've got a... I've got a great thing coming out. I'm really excited to watch it on Smithsonian Channel in August. It's called mm. Into the Wild, and it's a series, mm. sort of like that planet, ser- you know, yeah. that kind of vein of, oh. you know, looking at monkeys in, in an island, a remote island. or It's like a nature documentary? Yeah, it's a nature, oh. but it's a five-episode series. And it was originally done in um, Great Britain, mm. and it had a British gentleman who was the uh, narrator. A David Attenborough type. And they, yes. Uh, <laughs> Kind of, and the poor man, and then yeah, the poor man's exact bingo <laughs> emphasis on poor. Like his accent was slipping. You're like, hey, this guy's not even British. <laughs> anyway, they hired me to revoice it so that uh-huh. for the American market, which I always think a little bit like. But Americans are suckers for Brits. Why yeah. would you put Siri, anyway? Series British. Anyway, that's coming out. But what happened was I decided to go back to improv. So I got off the radio and I thought, how am I going to get back to acting? I know. Um, and really, it's actually Chloe. Um, I was sitting at my computer and, you know, it was a big deal for my kids because yeah. th- they grew up. Their mother was, you know, a minor 
and I do mean minor, but I was a minor celeb. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, they saw me on stage doing welcome, good evening, and mm-hmm. hosting things. And so for me to suddenly be off the air, like, who, who, who's that schlub of a lady? <laughs> <Shlub>. <laughs> what happened to my glorious mother? I've never heard a woman be called a schlub <laughs> Schlub before. of a lady. Anyway, so I was at my computer <laughs> and a friend the of mine. title of, of your memoir? <laughs> yeah, schlub of a lady. Hey, there you go. That's my going to be my podcast. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Once, twice. That's it. <laughs> schlub of a lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I was uh, I got an email from a friend saying, hey, you know, check out my improv class. Mm-hmm. And Chloe, who's an actress mm-hmm. and a musician. Who's said, Chloe? My daughter. daughter. Okay. This is my daughter, Kevin. Yes. Are we allowed to use names? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Kevin's girlfriend, um, okay. which is how I know you it's can on. Birth dates, social security numbers, no, addresses. No. <laughs> so uh, she was sitting by me and I think she was in her senior year of high school. And I said, oh, my gosh, there is nothing scarier than improv. And she mm-hmm. goes, you should do it. And I'm thinking, oh God, I have to do this because I need to show her that it's okay to do things. I was trying You're to like, what good... do you know? You're in high school. Right? <laughs> I was like, oh, I have to do something to show my daughter that it's okay, that I'm not on the air anymore and I'm not afraid. Oh my God. <laughs> so I went to an improv class and then I started booking different kinds of voiceover. I huh. really did. I, and do you I went... remember where the improv class was? Like, Oh yeah. Which I, it's not that far. Oh my gosh. Rob Watsky is the Rob Watsky. such an amazing improv teacher coach whatever was it at a theater uh it's he it's not or a is it a one off yeah i mean yeah. I'm, i mean he does an ongoing okay. workshop and he's got a troop and actually he has he's the one who can drop names jason alexander comes and does his shows and oh, wow. helen hunt and all kinds of people i mean he's oh, cool. really fantastic um and it really did help me to sort of bridge this is what happens people spend their life on the radio mm-hmm. it's hard for them to be actors mm-hmm. because um you know, when you're on the radio, you are being very selective and you have to be. So even if it's a funny guy in the morning, he is selectively being funny. You are not seeing the whole of his... Even uh, the wacky shock shock guys? Yeah, even that those guys, they are, they are living inside a format. So when you live for a long, long time inside a format, it's really hard to then, in a performance standpoint... Hmm. To be a person. To be a person, yeah. yeah. I mean, and... Um, yeah, it's it's really interesting. I, I mean, there are no better technical. I think there are no better technical performers than voiceover people. Yeah. Mm. I can shave three tenths of a second off of any read that I do. Mm. Somebody, if I'm working on a promo and it's it's a ten second promo and it's just it's overwritten by three frames, I do the read. They say, you know what, you have to knock off three frames. Boom, I can do it. So and and. It's true. And voiceover actors, especially when you do even what I started to say is I got into video games, which is so fun. It is. I am having such a great time. And and I've only booked like, I don't know, I probably have got eight under my belt. But Hmm. now I'm So Brandon recently just got into video games, but he got into (laughs) playing them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Slightly different. I'll let you know when, uh, you know, do you play? I can say it now. We couldn't say it for years. Red Dead Redemption. Yes. Oh, wow. I love that game. I'm I'm in that game. That's awesome. Yeah. The the second one. It's it's Red Dead. Red Dead Redemption, Redemption 2. 2 yeah. yeah, I'm in that game. That's awesome. I'm a hog, horse-tied woman on the back of a horse, <laughs> and the guy saves me. We should play it, because the way that game works is like it's like a world populated with just yeah. citizens, and we should play that game until we run across your character. Yeah, do I it. have it right now. And we you know, play. actually, uh, I think on IMDb, if you look at the cast, it says something like, citizen. That's tight. And, uh, that, they're, and they're, 
1,200 actors worked on that game. Oh my That's goodness. That's crazy. So that you don't hear the same voice twice. That's right. Oh my gosh, what is this? Oh, we have wine now. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. God uh, bless My girlfriend Julie. burst in the door with Thank wine God. and Carrie is very excited. <laughs> Um, Julie, I did notice, um, thank you for being so considerate, but you don't have to be this considerate. I did notice that you took the bottle into the other room in order to pop the cork. What is it? It's delicious. It is a It's beautiful. Vaughn's Zim section is very tiny, but this had... Do you want to say it on the mic? Um... Sure. <laughs> why don't you? Why don't Has you tell she us? been on the show? No, not she yet. Hasn't. This is her this debut. Is her debut. Oh, debut. Ladies Come and on. gentlemen. Yes. The, the with debut, us joining the us debut today, of Julie. Oh wait. I am. Oh no, it's okay. You oh, gotta okay. come. Use, you gotta come use the mic. <laughs> right, right. Um, so the Zinfandel Closer. section, which <laughs> I I know Carrie likes a good Zin. Um, <laughs> the Zinfandel section at Vons is extremely tiny. So I, I went. Didn't know with, that's where you're going with that. <laughs> I went with uh, the best, which is ninety three points. I thought you were going to say dollars. Yeah, I thought you were going to say ninety three dollars, and then I was going to tell you to take it back. <laughs> Put the cork back. <laughs> Carrie, give me that glass. Yeah. <laughs> Pour yeah. it back in there. No. We have a wine funnel just for that in case we accidentally buy a too expensive bottle of wine. We pour it back. It's happened enough times. Yeah, it's a reoccurring. No. Uh, so where were we in the story? Thank you. I was just talking about my video games. So, oh, yeah. Video games. So, Red Dead Redemption. And I just had a really, I, I don't know, maybe you'll find this interesting. I found it fascinating. And Everything it, you've said so far is very interesting. No, it but, is. Okay, so I booked a part in a game. I probably am not going to say the game yet because I'm not sure if it's out. And you know, we have all these, you sign an NDA, do, you know, you can't. And actually the rules have changed. It used to be they wouldn't tell you what you like, were. You just read the lines and send yeah. it back. And it was like, mm, I want to know what's in this game before right. I go committing to you <laughs> right. know being in it. Anyway, yeah. I book this game. I show up. The studio's in a house, and that's not so uncommon to have, but it's a beautiful home, and it's a beautiful studio. And it was the first time I'd worked for this particular company. I say company, it's a, a guy, his assistant, and his wife. I mean, it is a small. Mm-hmm. He used to work at a gaming company, mm-hmm. one of the big ones, like maybe EA or Sony, one of the big it's ones. It's a game. And, and <laughs> I, right? And uh, he realized, I just want to work with talent. That's what I want to do. Yeah. So he left the gig and formed a company that does casting and directing of, so he freelances. So the gaming companies, I mean, some of them keep it in house. A lot of them do. But anyway, I worked for him. It was the first time. And, he really liked me. I mean, I hate to sound like Sally Field at, at the Academy Awards, <laughs> but he really liked me. So I'm in this session and he's just, oh, that was beautiful. Oh, Carrie, God, that's great. Okay. I mean, it was so comfortable. So by the end, because I am new mm-hmm. in in um, video games, I said, can I ask you something? Said, sure. I said, how, how many people auditioned for this part? Can one of you just throw out a number of how many? So think about it. It's a casting for. It's a, either one or it's like a thousand. It's like 350 people. Wow. Okay. So when I got into it. For the one role. For the one role. And not even the biggest role. I mean, it was a good role, but it wasn't the biggest role by any means. And when I got into uh, voiceover, there were 50 people in Los Angeles. 30 in New York yeah. and 25 in Chicago. And we did all the work and we were all rolling in money. <laughs> we were all working all the time. So there were, you know, you were only on, your booking ratio was 
super high mm-hmm. because you were only auditioning against a handful of people. There's all these that people driving around in Ferraris. Yeah, like, really. <laughs> you heard that Skittles ad on the radio? That's me. That's me, baby. You see Got that? Got Skittles money. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, I'm tasting the rainbow right here. It's like a girl in like a rainbow dress. <laughs> and to finish that, I said, 350? How did I even book it? He said, well, let me just tell you. When I'm very first listening to the casting, I listen to the first five seconds tops and go, nope, nope, Mm. nope. Oh, Mm. maybe, maybe. He said, and when I get through the whole thing, there's about 40 in that maybe folder. He said, and then I listen, and now I'm listening a little more closely, and it's like, oh, huh, maybe, maybe. So what is he listening for at each level? I think... I don't know. I think he's listening for voice, Uh but he's also, he's really looking for performance. He's truly listening because you're going to get, even if you only auditioned 20, if you, if you went to the agents and said five agents, five talent each and said, give me your best. Those five best would all sound different. And Mm. frankly, this job that I booked and he said, you just kept cutting through. You just kept cutting through. I have an advantage my voice cuts through. Um, but I was super tired. It's funny. It was the week I was doing that Smithsonian uh, narration. And mm-hmm. I was up really late at night and really early in the morning. And so by the time I got to this audition, because I have a little booth in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to ask about that. Yeah. I, I was so tired that I just got on the microphone and just did the work. And it was such a lesson for me. Like, oh, don't work so hard. Mm-hmm. Because when you... When you are just close and there and present, you don't have to do a ton. I mean, listen, there are games where they say we want heightened reality. It's, you know, Game of Thrones. You have to be very big and fabulous. And my God, a son, don't let go of the wand, you know. But <laughs> Carrie Tombazian just confirmed there's another season of Game of Thrones coming. <laughs> no, no. You heard no. it here, guys. <laughs> I, you know, sorry. Don't no, know just anything kidding. About just it. kidding. But anyway, so yeah. So, so I think that getting off the radio helped and getting back into improv and getting back into a terrific acting class with um, Michael Laskin. If anybody is looking for, it's not a beginning class. It's for people who have, you know, been a mm. little bit mixing it up. He's terrific. Um, I liked his Armin Shimmerman. The, and he's at a theater called uh, Antaeus. He is probably the renowned expert on Shakespeare in this country. He's unfriggin' believable. Mm-hmm. And that those are the things that made me go from just doing commercials and promo to doing video games, a little bit of animation. I've been looping. Looping is a hoot. What is that? Can I explain it? Yeah. Yes. And then you can tell me if I'm wrong okay. or right. Yeah, I'll take so a sip of my wine. So looping, I think I, I think I learned about this in film school, uh, uh, Weird Flex. But, uh, <laughs> but okay. uh, it's where... Um, any audio or like like stuff that they d- couldn't get on set or didn't get on set or like the sometimes if they want to do like they just want to change a line or if they want to like say they want to do like a an edited version for TV mm-hmm. they like sometimes will get the actor who was on set to do it sometimes if it's like a extra or like a voice artist who's really good at sounding like someone else they'll have someone else do it oh because sometimes it's hard to get tom cruise to come back and say can you say the or who instead of whom you know what i mean (laughs) right that's a very good description and and there are different um a lot of actors will do so it's also called adr right automatic dialogue replacement because i would imagine for some of them it's written in their contract that they have to do yeah Yeah. and uh but there are you're right uh there's a gentleman who uh you may have met if at my house james arnold taylor so james is a 
renowned voiceover guy, but animation, really? video games. I mean, this guy, he was Obi-Wan in the Clone Wars and yeah, Johnny attention. Test. Oh, and, he was the guy at the, the house party you had dressed, yeah. dressed as Darth Vader, right? Yeah, yeah, that one. No, I'm just yeah. Kidding. And, you know, it, we've tried to do an intervention, but he can't get it yeah. up. It's, it's really hard. I mean, it was really off putting at first. You know, we've. You're, uh, those, 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 start, those uh, Empire outfits don't not look like Nazi outfits. So it was a little bit off <laughs> putting. That's hilarious. No. no. Anyway. But, um, but you know, James is someone who started, well, I don't know that he started, he also was a radio guy, but mm-hmm. one of the early things is he was Michael J. Fox's voice double. Oh, that's cool. And oh. then he became, he's actually um, Jack Sparrow, Johnny Depp. He's, he's his voice double in, in a lot of the, when Jack Sparrow was first coming up and, uh. you know, he did a lot of stuff for Disney. And mm-hmm. um, so there is that, but, but. A lot of looping, for example, you know the movie, um, It's Out, it's about Ted Bundy. It's called something like... Yeah, is that the one with Zac Zac Efron Mm -hmm. in it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Terribly evil, horribly dark. I think you're thinking of Incredibly Loud and Extremely Close. No, but no, the movie, I'm telling you. (laughs) No, it's cool. You're actually thinking of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. (laughs) (laughs) No, I swear to you, it's called something like Incredibly Evil, Horribly Awful, Terrible. That's the name of the movie. You're thinking of Tony the Tiger from Frosted Flakes. (laughs) Anyway. All right, so uh, I, I feel like I should explain this to you because I don't want you to get. <laughs> I don't think you need explanation. Okay. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we do this thing where like we do, and it, it happens out of nowhere, completely unprompted. Whenever we just like do word association, and and it's just really, and it can get as crazy as you want. And that is the mark of a good voiceover person. <laughs> yeah. So feel, feel free to participate because no, we like now it. that we've introduced it, I will because there's been several times where I've wanted to do it and I've had mercy on you because I didn't want to completely throw you off but like when you said who was the acting teacher you said you really Michael Laskin no the other guy His Armin name, Shimmerman yeah I, <laughs> see that right there you're then, thinking of Armin Hammer <laughs> <laughs> no dude you're thinking of Army Hammer from the social network <laughs> You're thinking of MC Hammer, actually. Oh my goodness! You're thinking of Ari Shafir, the comedian. <laughs> um, uh, no, dude, you're thinking of the U.S. Army. Ah, that's it. That's you it. guys, yeah. that is pretty awesome. And then sometimes we can we'll like work our way back to the original. It's just it's great. Yeah, it's a great it. way to stay out of your own head and be silly. So here's the thing: don't hold back. Just go right into that. I, I will do Anytime. it. Anytime. We will now. Okay. And, and Armin would approve. Armin. Armin was on Deep Space Nine. He was the Ferengi. He was... Uh, Wait, you're the, thinking of Fergie, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking of Topanga from... You're actually I'm thinking throat. of Deep Throat. <laughs> <laughs> there, I did it. There it is, I'm alive. Thank you. There it is. I did it. Wait, is that the guy with like the, the, the orange and the... And the big yeah. flappy ears? That guy. He... I'm not kidding. To watch him perform Shakespeare, well, even if you Dressed don't understand. Dressed like that? Yeah. No. You're like, huh. He's so freaking incredible. Oh, He's that's an so amazing cool. actor. I love him. Anyway. Those are always the best actors. Where were we? Looping. Looping. So on the Zach. No, you're thinking of Looper. The <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Um, so um, in that movie. There are many, many scenes, Ted Bundy, if you mm-hmm. know the history, there were constantly press because mm-hmm. he was this kind of uh, media, you know, it was big in the media. Right. So there were, oh, there's a lot of scenes in the film where you see groups of, and this is a perfect example, groups of um, 
extras or mm-hmm. even even featured extras, yeah. actors like who shouting are shouting things. Yeah, out. that are shouting yeah. out, right? And he's there and but when they go back and they look at it, the the lines either A are not great, mm. uh they didn't uh the sound wasn't good. In this case, they wanted to actually use a lot of the language that was taken from the real broadcasts and the real you know so they brought in actors right so i kid you not i am the voice of either a field reporter or an anchor in can you say your line no oh in cable guy in like so many films um uh the the movie about uh justin bieber never say never say never i think is the name of that yeah and that's a documentary you're thinking of the never-ending journey (laughs) no you're thinking of the never-ending story You're thinking of a never-ending love for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, you guys are hilarious. And there's a rule if it goes longer than like, if it starts, to, if if you're stumped and you can't go like A to C from what you just then said, you lose. then you lose yeah. and it just resets. Well, as long as you know enough to move on. Right. Because that, that's what, that's the thing about podcasting. I listen to podcasts and I think, Okay, the bit is over. Move the f on. Oh, you, know, you, really you would hate it. this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and you notice I haven't heard it yet. No, no, no. We're, we're usually pretty good about recognizing when uh, when the window of time for a bit has slammed shut, yeah. and we'll move on. Okay. <laughs> right now, half and the listeners not, are going. Eh. Yeah, <laughs> and by the way, I'll tell you. Yeah. Um, so anyway, on that film, and and yes. on many a film, I do that, and and. Um, Sometimes you'll replace dialogue, as you said. I had a great experience. So a really dear friend of mine, an actress named Amy Aquino, she's on a hot show called Bosch. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. With, uh, what's the guy's name? The actor? I don't know. I, I forget, but he's really he's good. He's so a lot good. of stuff. Yeah. And, and she's the, the lieutenant. Oh, okay, cool. Amy. So she, I bumped into her at the theater recently. The theater, darling. The theater. And she said... After a Tennessee Williams play. <laughs> and she said... I've been meaning to ask you something. I said, what? She said, did you, did you loop me? I said, (laughs) no. I said, I had that audition. I said, but I have to tell you I passed and here's why. I can nail your voice, but I lose my acting. She said, oh, thank God. I said, why? She said, so I was sick that week and I lost my voice and they needed a line. They needed a pickup line for whatever Mm -hmm. reason. It was actually like half a scene. She -hmm. said, and I'm watching it. And later, way later, she said, I'm watching it and I'm thinking why did I read that line like that? Where was my head? <laughs> she said, it took a good several minutes before I realized, oh, wait, I don't think that's me. <gasps> Is that Carrie? Because, oh, <laughs> you know, she immediately. Yeah. And I said to her, I said, so here's the thing. She said, you're right. The girl nailed my voice so mm-hmm. much so that I didn't recognize it. She said, but it wasn't my acting. Mm. And I said, and you know, I knew that. I knew, because I know her so well. I know her sensibility. So there have been times when I've been hired to replace somebody. But I don't know. I I like the, the more, um, I like playing in the movie field where you're playing. This is the other thing they do. You Here's the other thing. You have a scene, and let's say it's from, I don't know, a Tom Cruise movie and he's in a restaurant and it's him and a chick and the scene is about them. But at all the other tables, you've got people, Mm. right? So that's called, well, it used to be called Walla. Nobody calls it that anymore because it's kind of considered a derogatory, I think. Mm. But what it is, is that you, you have microphones in the center of the soundstage and you've got this big screen Uh and you go, it goes beep, beep, beep. And you're the fourth beep. And you, 
a group of people. They'll pair you off, two actors, two Start actors, conversations. and we'll just start having conversations. Real then, conversations. Real conversations. And then, and it has to be relative, it has to be relevant to whatever the situation is. <laughs> you can't be like, Man, I just got this new iPhone and... Uh... <laughs> no, absolutely. I mean, oh, okay. it, it can be that. If, if, yeah, if that's I mean, when the movie takes place. Yeah, and stuff, if yeah. that's when the movie takes place. But if it's, if it's, or you might be the voice of the dispatcher, but enough about looping. That's, an oh, that's very interesting. We the have dispatcher. exhausted the loop. See, my editor, I'm like, eh, bit's over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's cool. Because I never thought about, oh, so like anytime there's like a cop and like, like they have the dispatch radio and stuff like that. I thought, I never thought about yeah, that. That's me, baby. Or like the voice <laughs> on the other end of the phone. That's me, like, baby. Oh, that's so that funny. That is me, huh. baby. Um, how much recording do you do at a separate studio versus uh, at home? So in back in the glory days... Uh, this is what my life looked like. I got up and fed my kids, mm-hmm. took them to school, went to my agent's office, did auditions because he had recording booths to have auditions. So I was going to ask about that. You don't do in-person auditions. You do. Uh, very rarely. Okay. I mean, we do some, but this this is like back in the glory days. Yeah. Um, then I would go to LA studios and I would go into studio A and do a spot for McDonald's. I would be coming out and the reception would say, Hey, they need you in studio B because you've got a bank of America spot, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Oh, okay. And I would bounce from studio to studio until it was time to pick up my kids. And then I would pick <laughs> them up, bring them home, do homework, to, do dinner, and then go be on the radio. That's crazy. That wow. was a crazy life. It was a crazy life. Now, um, if you don't have a home studio, you are not a voiceover person. Right. Hmm. And but a home studio can be as much as what we've got—a a laptop. Um, You're okay, right. So, this is the bare bones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so because uh, uh, I have done two oh, voiceover geez. things Here we go. in my life. What were uh, they? They were. So, are you familiar with the website? I'm sure you're not. Fiverr.com. Wait. I just heard about this. You, so wait, you would working in the video game industry. Yeah, what is it? It's basically you can get people to do digital services um, for as little as five dollars. That's the usually okay. part. it's like okay. visual effects. Yes. Okay, yeah. I just heard. Okay, so oh oh oh, I hate that. <laughs> It's what? the dumbing down of my industry. Oh, okay. It is the freaking ruining. Man, how dare you, Brandon? <laughs> Don't freaking do that shit. Okay. Can I swear? Yeah, yeah you, please do. Oh. Please, please swear more. <clears throat> um, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. So I did, uh, because I uh, have been told, I had a podcast previous to this, um, and I've been told uh, that I have a, a good voice. You and do. I'm, I'm not trying to. No, I know. Uh, do I also I, have a good voice? Both of you. You have really? great voices. I feel like but, I have a lisp, though. And and now I'm overcorrecting for it, so you're not. <laughs> I so, feel so like... you're not going to hear it. <laughs> I'll I'll comment on that, but I, first I want to hear about okay. your Fiverr experience. Um, so who was the client? Okay, so I had two clients. One was for, and I did it. It was like, uh, I basically just copied over whatever other people like rates wise. So I think I made like twenty five dollars. I was going to say you made ten dollars, right? <laughs> um. One of them was for like NASDAQ. They were doing some sort of like the thing I had to read was about like welcome to NASDAQ. Like, uh, like the employee, presentation employee is starting in the next room or whatever. Right, right, right. Um, and it was like a 30 second thing. And then the other thing was I don't know what it was actually used for, but the script was me reading about like a new music video for a hip hop artist. 
Oh, that's interesting. Which I, I thought was very strange. They wanted my voice for that, but uh, they were. Might have been a, uh, for a sales presentation for. Yeah. You know that's why could have been using a porno so, too. Uh, I have I have two comments. I want to I want to address the Fiverr thing, but yes. before I do, I want to talk about whether or not you guys have good voices. All right. Ooh. Is there like okay. a is there like a test a sentence that we can use no. to like oh oh. Because, I've been taking notes the whole time. Because really, it's no longer, and really, in some ways, it's never been about your voice. Mm. It is a given that anyone who's going to do voiceover either has a really interesting voice mm-hmm. or a beautiful voice. Or a, 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 so re- or a interesting. I was going to say, I hope I have the latter. Or a relate. No. Oh, uh, he, has, he has more in the realm of a beautiful voice. Ooh. Oh, you you, have, dude. But you know what? You have a relatable voice. Oh, you all right. Know? Yeah, I'll take and that. so both of those have a market. So, so I'm. So he's like, he's like Jeopardy and I'm like Wheel of Fortune. No. <laughs> he, he's for like the smart, intelligent people and I'm like, I got the down home, ho- feel good hokiness of. Uh, no, he's more like a promo for The Voice. Ooh. And you're on. Uh, this Thursday on NBC. No, and don't I'm, do that. And, <laughs> and, and I'm on you're like, on like a, Parks American, and Rec. American Ninja Warrior yeah, or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Parks and Rec, that's a huge compliment. Yeah, that is. That is. For you. But, for either one of us. But here's the thing. It's not about your voice, but it is about your ear. So oh. in voiceover, you know, one of the common directions we get is, you know, we want a real person or, you know, very conversational. And the thought that we all have, every voiceover person is like, yeah, go get a real guy yeah, and give like, him no, your script you and see what he right. says. Because, you know, you don't. But what they're saying is we, we, we want it to sound relatable. And it is no small trick taking somebody else's words mm-hmm. i teach this uh, you know taking somebody else's words and imbuing them with the meaning without selling it it's and it's great we don't want an announcer read then don't start your copy with announcing our biggest sale ever you right. idiot like, if you There's don't an exclamation want me to mark say, at the end of and, each and sentence. every sentence oh my god i hate the exclamation mark and I, you know what i learned like those truck month commercials oh my lord and you know what even in, in texting and emails you know people would say to me why are you so angry i'm like what what are you talking about well you, you're you're using too many periods i'm like Mm. what yeah that is insane but exclamation points is like the hot new thing in text messaging oh it makes me want to barf it's it's (laughs) it is kind of gross and i do it i do it too now you have to conform It's like, yeah, it's it's the worst. I do it to people that I don't know to try to fake yeah, it's right. Yeah, yeah. Be, well, it's also to let them know that you I, I, that you're not mad. That you're not mad. Mm-hmm. And but I will say this: um, when my kids were younger and they were just starting to like having to re- compose emails to you know send to a potential mm-hmm. employer or whatever, and I'd look it over and I'd say. You have to pick one sentence that you're going to use an exclamation point <laughs> one. Yeah. But mom, no, no. If you want my, if you want my help, yeah, figure it out. I'm pretty intentional about how I use exclamation points. Yeah, I think too. what they really are, I think, is they're an attempt to show the person that what you're sending, a that you're not mad, but I think it's also that you're not sending them an auto response. Like you, you actually took the time right. to, to place think. some, yeah, to think and place some exclamation points. So it's like, because now, I, like, it's it's crazy. I just got a new computer, and before that, I did had you been, get a MacBook Pro? I did, and I before that, I'd been I'd had a MacBook Pro before, but it was like very old. It Me was like too. from 2010. Me too. Mine was 2009. And so now, when I go on Gmail and I like am re- going to respond to an email, there's all these really well crafted <laughs> auto responses. Yeah, and Gmail's like, crazy. I'm like, with that's that. exactly what I want to say, but like, I don't use those because like they also know that that's an auto. 
response. Right. You don't so want you to g- confirm to them that like, <laughs> you guys are right. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I don't want Google to know and that they know want, me. I don't want to think, Jesus, son, you, you didn't even write a mm-hmm. real sentence. You just picked it off a of menu. Is it tab, 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 tab. Auto fill in the paragraph. Yeah, exactly. Tab, tab, tab. Oh, my God. Oh, that's God. really funny. I'm going to use that. So, oh, man. What what I kind of want to do is like you you you've uh, you've got me really interested in my voice now, and now my narcissism is kicking in. Oh, kicking I in. see that. What I'd like to do, if you wouldn't mind, I think this would be really funny and really cool for our listeners. Could you give us like like three different things to do? Like maybe give us a line to read where you judge like our our like our performance of it. And then, like, maybe the second one, like, we can try an accent. And then maybe the third oh, one. I don't we, want to do an accent. And then the third mm-hmm. one. Yeah, man. Come on, man. No, and then the no third accents. One. I'm not putting you through that. No. I want the you to. The answer is no. Do you do Asan, accents? I'm not giving you a class in your podcast. The answer is no. I'm not uh-huh. doing that. Dude, she, she's on to us. Uh, that's not happening here. I, just, I don't but, want you to teach us anything. I just want you I know, to rate but I will us. Say, I will say this. I will do that for you off off this event when you come to my house i will stick you in my booth i will give you really? real copy absolutely Sick. you're welcome to come all right but no I'm i'm there. not gonna do that do here. that's couple, ridiculous i do a couple impressions on this show and i i, I just want to know if they're good or not well yeah i'm not the person to ask that i do a neil degrasse tyson it's pretty good i don't even know who that is oh, okay the well, science then. guy oh right right not not bill nye the science guy oh, uh, oh the well, other science guy. Really <laughs> <thought>. <laughs> i did i thought you meant the science guy the, uh uh he did um, Cosmos, not the he's Carl a, Sagan He's a black line. guy. The black guy. Too. You can um, say that, Brandon. <laughs> you know, he's like, if he won't, I will. But... Only black. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, it's, it's Jackal. Um, yeah. Well, I guess I if you don't know him, can I just go on, an, on a side note? I, I almost really embarrassed myself recently. Why? Speaking of black, you're not sensitive oh. to talking about issues of. Well, no, no, 90% of the jokes I make are, are race-based. Racist. So. Okay. so I'm in uh, I'm in Washington State. Uh-huh. I am at Nordstrom. So there are no black people there? No. The where, most, uh, that's where I grew up. We're, we're in Washington. Uh, Vancouver. Oh, okay. I didn't grow up near Vancouver, the, but continue. The most beautiful freaking... I think, did we go to the Nordstrom in Portland? The most beautiful black woman. She was so freaking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And she's helping me. And... Um, Oh, that was my mom you saw. Yeah, right. She was 27. <laughs> Just got some mom points. <laughs> so, so, um, so we're talking and she says, where are you from? Because I said, I'm not from here. I said, oh, I'm from Southern Cal. I said, where are you from? She goes, Nigeria. And I swear the next words out of my mouth were almost, oh my God, you're actually African-American. <laughs> no, that's, that's pretty like, legit. Oh my God. It was crazy. So I will tell you, I have a running, I'd love to hear your answer to this i prefer to say black because i'm white yeah. i don't say i'm armenian american i say i'm a white person arm and hammer american that's, that's right <laughs> army hammer stop <laughs> making that error my god rogers, rogers and hammerstein is what you guys are thinking of um hammer time <laughs> exactly um hamburg germany is what you guys are thinking of hamburglar is what you're thinking of <laughs> Oh my god! 
Burglar. You guys are voiceover people. This is what voiceover people do is bounce with oh, words. Shit. They bounce with words. That is hilarious. Okay, so go on. Um, more bounce to the ounce is what you're thinking of. Um, no, uh, so. Do you prefer to be I, I don't have a preference. Like when someone, I think black more accurately describes what I am or how I identify eth- ethnically, I guess, because I really don't have any connection to like my assumed African heritage because I haven't looked into it. Uh, are you and interested? All the black listeners of our podcast are like, oh man. <laughs> are you interested? Are you interested to know? Kind of, but I do think it's your, your, uh, it's kind of a fool's errand to a certain degree because like, I know that there's like typically for African Americans, there's like a stark dividing line of where the history is recorded and where right. it's not. Right, right. Uh, so. I am envious of, of like Brandon, someone like Brandon who's Who like look back whose and... Irish heritage goes back like thousands of years and where mine goes back four hundred at most. Right. Um I, I would like to know my DNA, like ethnic makeup in terms of Have like Have you done the thing? No, I haven't. Why? I don't like spitting in things. No, I'm kidding. Oh, come on. <laughs> you don't want to spend the ninety nine bucks. <laughs> I didn't actually didn't know how much it costs. I just ninety nine bucks. I have a really bad habit that I think is preventing me from doing a lot of meaningful things where like when someone gets really excited about something, I'm not into it. No, hundred percent that's accurate. <laughs> so like I there's whole movie franchises world over like celebrated movie franchises. I didn't I'm, watch like, Game of Thrones. I was totally, I was so turned off by the fact that my husband, and I mean, God, I love my husband, but, and he was like, (laughs) really? It just, I don't know. Also, I'm so glad, I know uh, Carrie Tombazian is your professional name. I'm so glad it's not your married name, because that would mean your husband would be Tom Tombazian. I know, right? (laughs) Although, don't think, don't think we don't get mail for Tom Bazian. Tom Bazian. No, that's just lazy. That's it's, it's someone at the post office doing a bit. <laughs> no, it's They're like, oh, this will data. be hilarious. It's somebody on data entry looking at our name going, this is an Something's error. Something's wrong. <laughs> yeah. I gotta fix that. This has got to be two names. Tom Bazian. Karen, uh, Carrie and Tom Bazian. I will say this. When I was first on the radio in 19, late, late, late 76, sometime in 77, I don't know. I was young. So I went to my program director when he hired me. He was a really took a chance on me. Um, Abba. I was uh, just going to... Th- I know, I beat you to it. Yo, I'm a Gabba, DJ. Gabba is what <laughs> you guys sorry, are thinking of. DJ. Uh, and I said, can I please change my name? I, Carrie Tombazian is just such an... Can I be Brandy Alexander? And he said... No, definitely <laughs> not. No. He said... Why uh, did he say no? This is what he said. Okay. He said, Carrie, no one will ever forget Carrie Tombazian, but Brandy Alexander... It will be so nothing. It's a trifle. You're thinking of Brandy Max. From <laughs> uh, that's what I was gonna say. I'm glad. I mean, he gave you like the like the the it's rated true. G version of why you shouldn't change your name to Brandy right. Alexander because it was a porn name. It sounds it sounds like a porn name, especially if you spell Brandy with an I. I was like 19. That's yeah. so hilarious. Anyway, but I will say, so I'm on the radio. You think and you've ever looped for something that was eventually used in a porn? No, name? and I I will tell you. Oh, I have a, put a pin in that. Let me finish this okay so put a pin in porn got it um so that's my memoir (laughs) for the the lady is a schlub (laughs) put a pin in porn okay so uh i'm on the air and Mm -hmm. my name is carrie tombazian which in 1977 people were like what's armenian are you are you romanian no no armenian are you uh, hungarian you're jewish got it right i'm like no i'm what is that? Anyway, people would, uh, not one, not two, but particularly black people, uh-huh. they'd call on the request line, is this Carrie Count Basie? Count I'm like, Basie. Count Basie, the great, ba-. I'm like, 
Sure. So they are were you, doing our bit before we I even invented it. Are you Cal Basie's little girl? I'm like, they're like, sure, okay. They're calling oh and like, God. is this Carrie Tom Basie? You're like, yes, it is. You're like, they're like, no, you're thinking of Carrie Tom Basie. <laughs> no, they literally could not wrap their brain around my name, so they just extrapolated what was the most common. And then, oh, I had the great honor of introducing Count Basie at one of his last. Really? Oh my God. I don't know who this is. You don't know who uh, Count Basie is. In my oh head. my. I got a song. There's a Dracula in my oh, head right now. Shame yeah, you're thinking on of you. the Count from Sesame Street. That's what I'm saying. Shame on you. I'm, no, you're thinking of Count Chocula. <laughs> that's no. Seriously, when someone says Count Basie, I'm like, oh, that sounds like a vampire. Oh, I don't know. I'm um, so Count, sad. The Count of Monte Cristo. How old are you? I am uh, 28 years old. Okay, you know that when this is over. I'm introducing like you life or this podcast. No, this podcast. <laughs> oh. We're going to be introducing you to Count Basie. <laughs> we buy all right. F- so I- the pin and porn is. So I I was trying and trying and trying early in my career to get into to break into to porn? animation. Yeah, to porn because you know <laughs> they said you were too ethnic. <laughs> Look, Gary, you're too ethnic. Maybe if your name was Brandy Alexander. <laughs> um, so. Uh, so my agent, God bless him, uh-huh. uh, and I was on the radio. So he was a little bit trying to help me out. And I had a fan at HBO. She was a casting person. And it was when HBO was first doing animation. I keep thinking this you're going to pornography. <laughs> well, because, okay. so I get a call from my agent. Uh-huh. I mean, this was the 90s. It was so exciting. Carrie, the casting director, you they're offering you the job. They are offering you the role in this upcoming <laughs> new cartoon that they're doing. I'm like, HBO does, who knew what HBO was in 1990-something, yeah. early, you know? And I was like, oh my God. And they're FedExing the script to you. And I was at a friend of mine's house. There's no at, email. Right? It's and crazy. I was like, oh, I, I actually know they messengered it. Wherever you are. What is that? I, like a, like a bike messenger? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. yeah, like a car messenger. In New York, it's a bike. Uh, they mess it because that, I, even then, you weren't using FedEx. You were using Messenger. So, right. same day, they wanted to get something to you. So, I'm so excited. I'm at a friend of mine's house who is a huge voiceover person. I'm like, oh my gosh, Townsend, I'm, this is so exciting. I've been casting a part on HBO. And I get the script and I open it up. I start reading it. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, this is pornography. It was cartoon pornography. I can't remember now what the show was, but it was like adult. And it was, again, a new kind of art form. You know, it was an HBO. And I sat and wept because I couldn't do it. Mm. I could not do it. I have kids. I had daughters, young daughters. And I just felt like that's going to live forever. How many voice actresses do you think that same exact thing happened to? (laughs) They're like, I got the and then they they that's why they messenger it so quick yeah you know everybody has a different sort of moral compass Mm -hmm. like for example i mean i actually feel blessed so i do a lot now of news promos i do some work for cbs this morning um i work at little tiny uh, television not tiny but smaller stations in smaller markets and, Mm -hmm. and i am their news voice so i will say tonight at 11 there's something in your refrigerator that's going to kill you. You know, whatever. I feel like I'm watching the news <laughs> yeah, right now. Right? No, I better check. So because of that, I, I am not supposed to do political. So uh, I don't do political ads. However, um, I'll ask Brandon to take his hat off. Right. However, <laughs> before that happened, I would be asked, do we have any crackers, Julie? No. 
or something. And maybe or some charcuterie. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say some fancy cheese. <laughs> I can't believe you guys invited me to your podcast. I didn't have a spread. We made your poor girlfriend go down to Vaughn's to get a freaking bottle of wine. I feel terrible. I should have brought it, though, really. $95 bottle. It's really yummy. Um, anyway, so uh, where was I? Um, That's how riveting this was. <laughs> we're all like, oh, we're a little bit too. I was distracted by the charcuterie. Um, you said you do a lot of, you can't get political because you do oh, right. the news. But I feel blessed by that because mm-hmm. it takes me out of the running. So I never have to say, mm, I'm sorry, I, I can't actually do that. I don't, I don't support that candidate. Or right. I think there are people who feel like, you know what? Eh, it's my job. Whatever. Uh-huh. Um, there, I, I back in the day, there was a guy. He was a huge vegan, and he was an animal activist, and he would always call everybody out. You're wearing leather. His and, name is Morrissey. That's and what you're then, thinking right. Of. <laughs> and then he did the ads for Farmer John Bacon. Oh yeah. And we're or Jimmy Dean. One of the, and we're like, like what the hell, man? Are you? A, <laughs> animal activist or are you the voice of he's like no i'm a money activist actually (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know everybody has a different you know compass yeah you know i mean listen we're not curing cancer you know yeah we're not we're not curing cancer unless you continue to do those saint jude ads that's right (laughs) then you are literally curing cancer Um, and i try and give it away as much as i can in in areas where i can you know i try and give my voice away where i can and like you're doing here today although you did invoice us for two grand which uh is gonna i'm telling you now it's pretty stiff oh sweetie you missed there was a there was another zero next to that oh even more so i'm gonna have to mortgage my house (laughs) we have to get that patreon started pretty quick yeah um i will say the thing that made me stop fiverr uh was i got uh, a request in and it was for like several hundred dollars and i was very excited yeah and it's because there were so many words uh and so i was like great i took a look at the script and it's it an was an audiobook like, for the phone book <laughs> <laughs> no it was like Hi, my name's John Smith, and I, after applying these business principles, I've personally made like ten million dollars or whatever. Oh, it was a false testimonial. Yes. And so Good I, for you. I, yeah, I'm I didn't proud feel. Of you. Yeah, I'm proud. Of you. And then also, like with podcasting and everything too. I didn't want you're so much. You're a better so man than I am. <laughs> Someone to say, wait a minute. I thought right. you were. I heard you're you. from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you got $10 million? You're a better man than I am. What the <laughs> hell are you doing schlupping on there? Right. You're the schlub, not the lady. Um, yeah, and you know, here's the thing. Um, this is how I feel. Everybody, myself included, started doing like, I did, my first voiceovers were medical no, I lie. It was for Hughes. Um, Please use extreme candor when you're on the microphone. I will. Um, <laughs> it was. It was. Um, it was Hughes. Like not aircraft, but their satellites. They were, you know, again, this is oh, the late seventies, like aerospace yeah. stuff. And I would do technical videos. That that's one of the things oh, that man. I really was so blessed is I can pick up any gobbledygook kind of language and make sense out of it. I can just mm. read, this is the verb, this is the noun, this is the thing. I really? Know how, that's mm, cool. I can make sense. And that's really how I got started. That was that was the, almost the equivalent of Fiverr work. It was yeah. low rent, but it gave me experience. Right. It gave me a tape on myself, you know, so mm-hmm. that I could then use that as a demo to try and get an agent and all that. But very quickly when i started working professionally and my first real voiceover job was 
for Estee Lauder at the Broadway. <laughs> and it was very exciting. And I did like four TV spots and three radio spots. And I made more money in that one hour in a studio. I was shocked. I was shocked. It was it was mind blowing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Um, once that happened, I stopped doing most of the low rent stuff. Now, nice. here's the thing. In this day and age, there's work that is considered, for example, um, promos for certain kinds of cable uh, stations, uh, those are called non-jurisdictional. So what that means is that the union, SAG-AFTRA, has not organized that work. Mm-hmm. So it's fair game for actors. They know that we do it. They they would like to organize that work. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's... So again, I don't want to get too deep into these weeds because really it's a big fat friggin' bore. But everybody, every actor has to figure out where their comfort mm-hmm. zone is. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, I kind of don't judge people. You want to do Fiverr, do it. You know, it, it is disappointing because in the day, all of that work came to us. Yeah. And none of us were working for five bucks. Have right. you discovered Cameo yet? No. So Cameo, it's uh, is it an app? Or is um, it, it's a website. So it's yeah. a website, and they advertise heavily on Instagram and social media because I just discovered it. Brandon told me about it, and then I followed them on Instagram, and I've been seeing it. It's a place where like people who are either celebrities or well-known performers or public people can basically take paid requests to send personal posts to people. So like I could send you, I could send you. Um, like William Shatner? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like people yeah. like that, like that I level. Or like Shatner. someone from your favorite TV show. William Shatner. Uh, yeah, I could, I could send you a birthday greeting from, like personally from William Shatner, a video of him on his phone, like a selfie video saying, hey, Carrie. Is that a William Shatner? Carrie and Tom. Is that a good one? How are you doing? Carrie and Tom. There you go. There you go. There you go. Happy birthday. So how, how does that man. work? Uh, they set their own prices. They the each individual person sets their own prices. So like the smaller the celebrity, obviously the cheaper it's going to be. And so and it's not all just celebrities. Sometimes it's just really attractive people who are like, hey, I'm no, it is. So there's like it's like Bachelor yeah. uh, rejects. Oh yeah, people from from the, that were on yeah. the Bachelor. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. So like there'll be a guy who's like, hey, I have a six pack and women love me. I'll tell your your wife happy birthday for you and tell her to. I'll get her in the mood for you. And do people use this service? Yeah. That's insane. I went to a wedding. Um, I worked at a wedding because I'm a musician. Uh, and what do you play? I play the bass. Chloe her, plays her daughter the plays the bass. Oh, yeah. look at that. Yeah. Um, Start a little family band. And we took a break, and uh, I was just outside the room, and I heard Gilbert Gottfried all of a sudden. <laughs> and it was the two of the groomsmen had gone on cameo uh and paid i think it was 150 bucks for like a, a one minute thing of gilbert godfrey uh congratulating I have to go the, look at this. the yeah because what they do on instagram is cameo posts like videos that celebrities have done for their service and uh it's pretty pretty crazy Back in the day. And they do it in character a lot of times, too. It's really cool. This this is an evolution. And, and again, uh, it, it requires me... Can't really eat peppers while I'm on the air, but thank you, Julie. I'm going to eat these after because I am hungry. Um, back in the day, mm-hmm. first of all, when people said, what do you do? And you say, oh, I, I do voiceovers. What's that? <laughs> right. right. Or I do voiceovers. Oh, you know, people have told me I should do voiceovers. What do you do for a living? I'm a lawyer. Like, well, people, With that voice. People have told me I should do law. 
And they look at me like, you would have to learn a whole bunch of shit to do law. Yeah, well, so would you, idiot. Also, that's kind of an insult to say, you know, you'd probably be a good lawyer. <laughs> You're kind of dishonest. <laughs> so, so I, I mean, I... On the one hand, it used to be that we were like the bastard stepchild. Right. Uh, you know, oh, you do voiceover. You can't do on camera. You can't do. No, we're the cool kids that are making. I know I'm like. No, you're yeah, That are well, making can, all the money, right? Yeah, you can knock out like 10 yeah. gigs in a day or whatever. But now, because of the way the industry has changed. You because see, of Fiverr. Yeah, because. <laughs> no, no, no. Because of. Um, uh, can I guess? Yeah. Is it like uh, movie studios and television studios hiring like regular actors to do all the voiceover jobs? No, no. Well, that's... Do you get mad when like Ice Cube is doing a voiceover performance? You're well, like, ah, yeah, I could have done it's, that. It, it, here's the thing. There's a whole generation, several generations of actors who not only made their living, but made fantastic livings and incredible art doing animation. Yeah. You go back... It changed with mm, kind of after A Little Mermaid. And you listen to all those movies. All the same people. And none of them were celebrities. None right. of them. They were artists. Right. And 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 then over the years, the movie studios felt like, oh, we can sell more if we have so and so and so and so on. And frankly, some of the some of them are fantastic. I have no issue with like the guys who do Toy Story. Um, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks yeah. and my friend Tony Hale is actually now on uh, the oh, you new guys are one. Friends. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Tony Hale dropped a nail. D- dropped a nail. <laughs> dropped a name. How, how, do you know, how do you know Tony Hale just from industry stuff? Church. So that's interesting. I would. Uh, I went to college at Azusa Pacific, and I, he was there a lot. Yeah, I don't know why, guy. but he was just like walking around. He's such a great guy. Yeah, he anyway, cool. but um, so I don't have a problem with them. However, when I went to see Kung Fu Panda, um, uh, classic. The one of the first, or actually the first Kung Fu Kung Fu Panda. The, one of the you know the the troop. There's like the. It's like the tiger and, and the, the crane. Sing and the, mm-hmm. Right. One yeah. of them, the whole performance, I thought, oh my God, this is ruining the movie. Who is this? It's yeah. Jack Black? No, he's no. fantastic. <laughs> who was the panda? It was terrible. No, no, he was fabulous. I love Jack Black. You don't know who it was? I don't know the I'm actor. Not, yeah, is, know the is, is, well. is, was it a female actress? Yep. I don't know who it was. Oh my Lord. And you know, I don't as an actress, I think she's fantastic, but it was so distracting because she so didn't understand the art form. And it's, I'm sorry, I'm going to say this. I can't say it. I'll get in trouble. I can't say was it. Was it like, I, I want to I want to say it's like Lucy Liu or something. No, oh. but anyway, I'm not going to say it. I'm just okay. not, I'm going to protect myself. Okay. We'll say, say, we'll say my, it after we, uh, yeah, one of, one of my questions air, was going to be like, have you ever heard a voiceover performance that was so bad you couldn't just, you couldn't handle it? Oh, all the time. What do you mean? Ever. Oh, Every I, day. I, I, Every assume all of you, day. I assume all of you guys are amazing at what you do. No, so but there are also times when you will listen to something, you'll see a commercial on the air and it's somebody you know even, and you go, what the heck? And you realize, oh, the director pushed that person into a corner. Mm-hmm. So, the, you know, writers, they get something in there. Don't you dare look no, up no, the No, 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 I'm cast. not looking that up. I'm looking up something else. All right. I'm looking up something else. I promise, I promise. <laughs> he pulled out his phone. I'm like, oh my God, he's going to totally out me. Um, uh, so people can figure it out. Yeah, the people they, are they're Googling. Gonna, they're gonna, they're people Googling have right paused now. the podcast and they're are Googling. They're like, who yeah. is the cast? Oh my God, she didn't like her. Um, anyway, uh, so so here's the way I feel about it. 
Everybody wants to make a living. So, and it's the middle class actor. It's not just voiceover. It's the people who used to make a living and put their kids through college and and uh, buy houses and live their lives and retire doing guest stars on like mm-hmm. so the so not the the TV shows, not the uh, regulars, but the guest stars. Right. Well, now you see uh, tap celebrities doing those jobs right. like wow that person was on that show that person was on that show i'm yeah you know, the, so char- either- the character actor is a kind of a dying breed. yeah and yeah. and and the great voiceover actors they're having a hard time so yeah. it's either celebrities or the the me's of the world mm-hmm. on on fiverr <laughs> asshole oh, you filthy you dirty filthy scab um but- i'll say uh with animation stuff um are you familiar with the show, the the TV show, Curious George? Mm-mm. Um, so I'm sure you'll know who this person is. Uh, Curious but, George. Yes. Curious so I have a, George. That's <laughs> that's Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> which is gonna which is gonna come into play in a moment. Um, so I have a two and a half year old. You want to hear my my uh, my tigger? <laughs> that's really. gonna come into play as well. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to bring up the scandal? No, I don't oh, know about okay. the scandal. Is there a scandal? Oh. Never mind. It's like an Elmo situation? I got some Googling to do. Um, no, it's not an, an Elmo Can situation. Can you hear me chewing on the air? Nah, it's yeah, fine. Who cares? I'm eating popcorn. <laughs> this isn't this isn't radio. It's podcast. It's fine. Um, so I was watching. This is a free podcast. Too, I have so. friends right now, though. If they heard this, would be like, "She is eating on the air." <laughs> do you know Clancy Brown? I love Clancy Brown. I'm thinking of Tom Clancy, actually, <laughs> the Rainbow Six guy. <laughs> no, Clancy Brown plays Mr. Krabs, and he, I so every, I've seen almost every movie. He's just I love him as an actor. Clancy's he, gone, right? Is he gone? I'm pretty sure Clancy oh. passed. Um, Dang. So, what? coming back to my thing. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Sucking focus. Curious George. Uh, there's a character on there who's a chef, very over the top, uh, very funny. Who's the actor? Um, so, I looked it up because I was like, this guy is killing it. Jim Cummings. Yes. Yes. And he does Jim like everything, right? Winnie the Pooh. Yes. Ticker. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So uh, I looked him up on the IMDb. Frog in Princess and the Frog. Yeah. Uh, he's in Aladdin as well, which I was like, oh, that relates back to my childhood. Oh. And now my son is into Winnie the Pooh. And I was like, I wonder who the voice of Pooh is. He's also Winnie Jim Cummings. And, and Tigger. Tigger too. Yeah. Oh, uh, and so when my kids oh, were little. I'm blown away. When my kids were little. I'm trying to prepare my Winnie the Pooh. He would call <laughs> and on their birthday. As Are you serious? Oh, I'd, so cool. I'd, 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 I would say I would text him, but we didn't have text back then. I would call him and say, Jim, could you call? It's Gracie's fourth birthday or That's fifth amazing. birthday. Yeah, they got, yeah. All right, I think I've got my Winnie the Pooh. Okay, here we All go. Right. What's something that Pooh always says? You watch it. What does he say? Uh, oh, bother? <laughs> That's what I was trying to think of. I couldn't think of <laughs> Oh, uh, no, no, no. no. Oh, bother. No. No. Oh, bother. No. It's it's there. No. Oh, bother. Have you ever heard Winnie the Pooh speak? I know he's not British. I know he's not British, but I'm trying to. Oh, bother. He's like kind of an old man, but like kind of like if Winnie the Pooh was a human, he would walk with like a a walker, you know, like that's how his voice sounds. Jim is is an amazing talent. (laughs) Jim Cummings is. is He's a remarkable human. And he's such a good singer. 
Oh Holy yeah, crap! Because so that that's guy the most recent Winnie the Pooh movie is my son's favorite, uh, and so we listen to just the soundtrack, and it's a the Christopher Robin one. Uh, sorry, not the, that the one. Live not, action not one. The live action one. It's clearly a guy Pooh with uh, schizophrenia. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly a beautiful is, mind situation. Yeah. He's literally, we literally we're literally watching a guy lose his mind, <laughs> and we're like, "Oh, isn't this de- deer?" No, um, it's not. No, the last the last animated one. Oh, okay, gotcha. Because uh, yeah, he's singing as Pooh and also singing as Tigger, and it's Bare it's crazy. He's, ama- he's and, amazing. Yeah. Uh, is there is there a particular? So I watch a lot of animation and like uh, like adult animation. And Are you anim- talking about like Adventure Time, Gravity Falls, those kinds of shows? Um, um, I'm not super into like the niche ones, but like the bigger ones. So I've watched those, a lot, like of... those HBO animated shows. <laughs> yeah, the ones you turned down. <laughs> no, porn like porn ones. Yeah, the <laughs> the porn ones. <laughs> the ones want... when I'm when I'm home at night by yeah. myself, clicking. And I'm like, oh my god! What a crazy! St- I watch a lot of porn animation. Um, no, but like, so like. Uh, of course, like the big Fox shows, like I was super into because that was like my childhood. You mean like the Simpsons? Like yeah, that? like yeah. Simpsons, family, family Guy, Guy, American Dad, Futurama, all the shows. And then also like a lot of the um, old uh, Cartoon Network shows. So like Courage, a Cowardly Dog. Uh, Clifford? Then, like, Clifford, a little bit. And then like Johnny Bravo was great. Like all the like. Oh, and then like the Nickelodeon was ones. Debbie, De- I think Debbie Derryberry was Johnny Bravo, right? No, Johnny no, Bravo was. You're asking uh, the wrong people. No, I think Johnny yeah. was it a woman. No, it had to be a man because he, he talked like Debbie Elvis. Do? Debbie did some big cartoon that was a guy. God, I can't remember. I can't. But remember. all those shows, like and especially like the Nickelodeon, like the uh, the Claspy, what is it called? You know the the studio that does like all real monsters and like oh. cow and chicken and all those shows. I don't know. I love animation, but do you do you have a favorite like either voice actor who's in a lot of those shows or like a favorite cast of voice actors that you enjoy? The best show ever in animation, hands down, writing, producing, everything, and the acting is the Animaniacs. And Rob, I love Rob that Carlson, show. who is the a friend, who is a friend, and you know his story is remarkable. He just recently. Um, survived throat cancer. Oh wow! Good he's for got him. he's got a great story. I mean, you can follow. Yeah. He's fun to is follow. He, is he working? Still? Yeah, he oh, totally okay. works. I mean, he took some time off. Right. What was amazing is he took very little time off hmm. during his you know when he was going through treatment and it was terrible. But anyway, um, <clears throat> Tress McNeil. Who plays Dot. Yes. Tress McNeil is also in Futurama a lot. She's in everything. And so when Tress and I... She is an amazing woman. So we started in a workshop together in, again, like 1977. We were 12. And I'm we... I'm sure she doesn't appreciate you putting that math out there. No. <laughs> we were 12. That's okay. But... She will, when she introduces me to people, like Uh if we're at a party or we're in a social setting, she'll say, this is my friend Carrie. And she tells the story as though I've never heard it before. She came into the room and was wearing this white linen and her hair was flowing and blah, 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 blah. And I realized like, oh, Tressa's experience of me was that girl has everything. And my experience of her was holy Moses, she is so talented. Mm -hmm. And you know, the truth is we both did well in the fields in which we went, Mm -hmm. but trust me, she did better than I did. But she's a remarkable human being. She's a, I love trust. I love Rob. Um, Also Jess Harnell, who plays the other, he plays Wacko. Mm -hmm. Um, That show is so good. Funny as crap. And we used to watch Pinky and the Brain 
Maurice, oh, yeah. Maurice, that is a brilliant man. Maurice LaMarche. So if you ever want to hear the best William Shatner impersonation. Dude, Futurama again, dude. You got one you know, Futurama. It's so good. Yeah. He's, I mean, these, and these people are, so these are the people who have survived. Right. Right. But, but when you look at the big movies and you and again, if you're interested, go back to the Little Mermaid and before, and you're not going to know any of those names. Right. But those people were superstars. They were the Disney. Mm. Vo- I mean, they were on. Uh, oh, it's such an art, and and it it does break my heart that sometimes they hire celebrities who are doing themselves. So an- right. animated feature films have changed. The art form has changed mm-hmm. for the mo- most part. Right. It's kind of why I like um, the Toy Story franchise because they are like, uh, Tim Allen is um, Buzz, Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. And he's doing an a, actual a character. character yeah. And he's not just being Tim Allen. And even even Tom Hanks, who is doing sort of a, a, you know, an echo of himself, it's still a character. And that was the work of yeah. those beautiful films. You know, go again, just go back and pick any Disney film. Yeah. And even the early Pixar films. And you just, it's so, okay, so you hear me, blah, blah, blah. Oh, la, la, la. I get so excited. So here's a thing that differentiates some voiceover people. Um, the spoken word for me, it resonates in a way that for many, it's either music or, you know, it, it probably if you did a scan of my brain, you would see that that lobe is hypersensitive mm. to language. Mm. Um, so, you know, every VO person who is truly a VO person, I'm not talking about a celebrity who gets a ca- mini driver right now is on the Lexus account. You know what? God love her. Uh, do you think? Uh, do you think Matthew McConaughey is good in the Lincoln ads? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Just slowly eating the popcorn. I. It's funny because I. It, it changes. Sometimes I yeah. look at him and go, "What, what the? F-? Like?" Uh, and then other times I think, "Wow, you are so committed. Yeah. You're so committed." Those ads to that. are a genius to me. Really? They're, they're kind of like. They kind of so dip. you buy it. I do because they kind of dip into self parody a little bit, but not enough for like the common person to really. And, and that's the thing. You know what I mean? So here's the thing: I'm not a good judge because oh. I don't I don't watch like a. This is why I, this is one of the reasons that I it bothers me mm-hmm. a little bit. And again, everybody gets to have their day. But when I think about, let's say, Mini Driver right now is on Lexus. So Maurice Lamarche, Pinky mm-hmm. in the Brain, mm-hmm. he had that account for a. A long time, he was the voice of Lexus, and it was unbelievable. Mm. And it represents six figures. It's a huge account. Right. Okay. Every account comes. To, it comes to the end. The creatives are like, "Yeah, we need to," and that's fine. So that's a reality of voiceover, right? right? But then it goes out, and and <clears throat> common folks like me audition for it. Mm-hmm. And we nail it. And we are friggin' fabulous. And I'm not talking about just me. I'm talking about, I can tell you 10 women who could do it at least as good as me, as me. some mm-hmm. better, not many, because I'm pretty friggin' fabulous. I'm but still, <laughs> I mean, but still. And along comes, okay, and again, all due respect, Minnie Driver has a pretty decent, um, but she's a British actress right. who they could get for a lot of money, a lot more than they would have paid any one of us scale people. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like, God, I am. You should edit this out. 
protect me. No, you're good. But it's all right. Here's what I feel. Pitch your voice way down. Here's what I feel. (laughs) Here's what I feel. Is and this is the question. Uh Is the value to the consumer who in the middle of what do you think the odds are that the guy (laughs) in the middle of the country hears the Lexus spot and thinks, "Wow, they got mini driver." driver. (laughs) That guy doesn't know who mini driver is, and yet. I think she should be selling Mini Coopers because the, <laughs> the advertising writes itself. You're thinking of Bradley Cooper. Ah, you're right. <laughs> I no. did it. I played the game. You did. Um, you killed it too. Uh, you're thinking of hanging with Mr. Cooper, actually. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing. And God love her. She's doing a fine job. Yeah. It's not that she's doing a bad job. So I can't look at it and go, God, she sucks. But what I can say is, it. Yeah. It skews. First of all, it raises the price of products right. ridiculously. It takes money out of the mouths of working class schlubs like me. <laughs> and and again, okay, here's what I do think. I think that the ad agency or the client, maybe Lexus, God, I'm really digging myself into a friggin' hole. I will never be working for Lexus. Well, no, no. Let's Mini Driver's say, got that account sewed Yeah, up. but it's going to come up and they're going to go, not her. She said shit about us on the radio. Yeah. See, to me, it's still the radio. Um, but anyway, uh, but I, I do think like, but it serves a purpose for them. So I can't argue mm-hmm. with it. Here, here's me recovering. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't argue with it. And right. isn't she entitled as an actor to work her trade? Absolutely. Yeah, sure. And probably Minnie hasn't had a big fat part in a long time. So it's right. great for her. So I do not begrudge the celebrities, but I also am mindful. I can hold both things. Right. I think, I believe it's called cognitive dissonance. Is that right? Where you can hold two. Is that right? Uh, I, well, th- yeah. I, I can hold two opposing. Julie's our resident psychologist. Yeah, I, I can hold two opposing uh, feelings about the same thing. I can sit in the right. tension between mm-hmm. she's yeah. decent, she's a working actress, it, it adds value in some way to Lexus to have them. Um, and I can also say she can go jump in a lake. Yeah, for I can also say <laughs> I can also say it really you guys you could have saved millions of dollars yeah. hired somebody better than right. better in right. their read and the guy in peoria who's going to buy your car does not know that that's many i think sometimes so both those things are true i think what they're trying so, like i think they're always trying to find the magic relationship because sometimes it really works like i will say as a consumer who's not a voice actor i think uh, uh sam elliott doing the dodge truck commercials is like a match made in heaven okay why because he sounds like a Dodge truck. Exactly. It's not because he's Sam Elliott. It's because he's fabulous. And I'll tell you this. The guy in Peoria doesn't know that was Sam Elliott. I promise you. Oh, he may know that it's the guy from that movie, A Star is Born Now. You know? I don't know. I don't know, Hassan. You... you aren't a voiceover person, but oh, you're, not, you're not a common guy. Oh, thank you. Aw. You don't have to say that either. Well, I didn't mean it as a compliment. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why you took that as a compliment. Because I'm a narcissist. We, we've established that. But yeah, Sam, Sam Elliott really makes me want to buy a Dodge truck. And I don't know if there's anybody else that in, in, like in the auto industry that really makes me want to buy the only Michael, one McCon- can, Michael oh Matthew McConaughey I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, John Hamm is oh he's Mercedes. so good oh he's okay because I was I was you know very timidly is- wanted to bring okay, it up because you know I love John fabulous? Hamm who but he's fabulous even though I don't think anybody knows it's him who I do well yeah Chris, I know it's him but I'm Chris friggin pine what does he do who does he do mm-hmm. see 
You guys don't you, like Chevy or Chrysler? BMW. BMW. And he's so oh. good. You don't know. You said, why is it? Because you don't know it's him. And I'm telling you, the the value that he brings to that mm-hmm. is not that he's the guy who plays, you know, but Jim. But he sounds like a BMW. He's just so good. You know who else is good? Uh, Mark like Strong does Jaguar, Jaguar, and he, he's really good at Say it. Say it again. Jaggy, Jaguar. Jaguar. I don't know. Just but the, Jaguar. Way he, Jaguar? the way the way he says that's because I'm thinking about how he says it, and he says it so British and smooth. Jaguar. He's like, no Jaguar. And I'm <laughs> there like, you go. oh that was man. Good. Yeah, he's really, sounds a new voice of Jaguar. J- Jaguar. <laughs> J- you gotta do Jaguar? it. You, you gotta say it like you're, like you're. Uh, he says he's talking in that commercial as if he's on a very fancy date with a woman and he's speaking to her from the driver's seat. And I'm sure that's the note they gave him. And he's like, <laughs> he's he's essentially saying like, you want to sleep with me, don't you? You know what? You <laughs> want to? You want to? Jaguar. You want to know why? Because this is a Jaguar. <laughs> Basically, you know who also has a great voice and who should do more voiceover? I think, sorry, because he's not a voice actor, is uh, me? no, no, but uh, listen, wait, before you go on, put a pin in it. <laughs> we are all actors, some of us specialize in voice, gotcha. and the actors who and the celebrities who can do it, I don't begrudge gotcha. at all. I say, bring them, they elevate the art form. It's the ones that they mm. hire who are crap, and I feel like, why, Kevin Hart. No, I love <laughs> Kevin Hart. Don't love Kevin or, Hart. Or Will Smith. Have you seen Robots? That mm-hmm. Will Smith was in a movie called oh. Robots. It was like a DreamWorks animated movie before they figured out Despicable Me. And it was really bad. You're thinking of Shark Tale. He was also in Shark Tale. Was he in Shark Tale? Yeah. No, you're thinking of Dolphin Tale with, uh, <laughs> with Morgan Freeman. No, uh, I you're think... thinking of Free Willy, actually. Uh, you're thinking of... Uh, Nah, you're probably right. <laughs> yeah, Free Willy, Free Willy's a good bits movie. Done. Uh, yeah, bits, bits done. Yeah, bits done. No, you know who I think has a great voice is uh, Chris Hemsworth. He plays Thor oh, in the Avengers. Uh, yes, he, he has does. an amazing. He voice. does have a great voice. It's now deep. it remains to be seen um, if you could take him and stick him in a booth and just give him ad copy if he could right. do that. I will tell you. So for years, I was the voice on the radio mm-hmm. of. Um, the infinity car the legal copy so 4.5 percent qualified blah 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 right oh, i did all we that we have to talk about this <laughs> yes. okay but before we do let me okay. just tell you this put a pin in that so in in so um in 19 i don't know it was before it's probably like 1980 well i started with tisherman so i think it was like maybe 86 mm-hmm. i did my first one of those and it was actually for nissan so they're you know they're Right. And they were with the same ad agency. And Mm. then over the years, uh, I sort of migrated. They started using me on infinity cars. Mm -hmm. So the first celebrity that that client ever used was Michael Douglas. Mm. And it was a big deal. And it was a seven figure deal. And it was a huge deal. And I don't know that prior to that, I'm I'm trying to think if that started the the sort of um, using a celebrity, right? Voiceover. So what what movie was he coming off of that would have made him? Boy, I don't even know. Would have I been mean, like falling fa- down. Maybe, or something? No, 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 Later? no. Before no, no early like Fatal Attraction like oh. that. So I came in at the end, right? I love that. So movie. Oh. he only lasted. He didn't even last the whole of his contract. They paid him off. Why? Because God bless him. He got into the booth, and I I knew the um, the woman who was the director. She was fantastic. 
fabulous woman. Mm. And she would say, you know, Michael, could you try, you know, uh, and give him, give him direction. And it was like, He's like, he wouldn't play the game. He wouldn't play the mm, VO game. So, yeah. and again, it was all new. So ultimately that relationship ended and my agent said to me, you know, they're going to cast a new celebrity. They'll probably recast you too. You'll probably lose this account. Because of Michael Douglas. Well, that son of a bitch. <laughs> but you know what? Michael Douglas, Chris Penn, God rest her soul, Natasha Richardson, mm. um, uh, the wonderful British accent who... Chris uh, Penn is also not alive anymore, right? No, Sean yeah. Sean Penn's brother. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jack, uh, uh, Price, Jonathan Price. Mm. These are all the celebrity guys and, and Liam Neeson. Mm. Uh, these, oh. I lasted through all of those guys. Oh, point, as, the, as the legal 4.5% APR to qualified set, lessees. Certain set of skills. <laughs> you know, and somehow, I, I don't know why. Well, I do know why. Because the producer loved me. Yeah. I mean, really, it's relationship. She just yeah. loved me, and I could do it. There was huh. one time, this is, uh, listen to this. Talk about narcissist. So Liam Neeson mm-hmm. is on this huge contract. It's a huge, it, wonderful. He's making shit tons of money mm-hmm. being the voice of infinity. And by the way, doing a good job. He's not somebody who I begrudge. I come in one day. He's off the account, so I can say this, and so am I. And um, <laughs> Was this before or after Taken? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. And, uh, and the producer or director says to me, I'm so popping this mic, uh, says, mm, you're going to crack up. I said, what? She said, I had Liam on the line. So he, they would, the script would say, you know, the beautiful copy about the infinity car, la, la, la. And it would say Liam, and it would show his copy. And then the, at the end, it would say Carrie, my name. And mm-hmm. then it would, sh- and one time he said, who's Carrie? And she said, oh, you know, that's our legal. Oh, you don't need her. I can do that. Oh, can I, wait, you set the bit up. Can I attempt to execute it? <laughs> sure. <laughs> the infinity comes with zero percent financing, zero money down. <laughs> Brand well, new lessees. Um, so here's the certain here's set the, of skills. Um. Here's the thing. She said, uh, Liam, we we need that actually in eight seconds. Well, how long did I take? Fifteen. <laughs> Two well, minutes is what we got you clocked at, Liam. And, and he said, "Well, I can do it faster." So he did another take and could not shave even a second the off. Definitely, all those guys are financing. Okay, so this is skills. my question: Is that when you hear like the legal thing, is that a live read or is, or is that up? sped up mm, and like mostly, edited? Mm. So in my case, and there's a wonderful actor named Larry Cedar. Uh, there are a bunch of us who kind of our specialists in it. Mm-hmm. You should be able to do it, but sometimes it is sped up. Sometimes. But what even in my case where I, I it's almost like do not speed me up. And I will say to the engineer, we will do this until it's right because do not speed me up. It's not good for my image to be heard on the air. Sped up. Sped up. Right. Yeah, just, you want to yeah. say I did I can do it. Yeah. yeah. And also it just sounds bad. What they do is they edit out all the breaths. Although Right. I can talk for, mm, I can do probably about 18, mm, about 17, 18 seconds worth of copy without taking a breath because I tank up. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. It. <laughs> no, I'm not going to prove it. But no, I mean, I start with, you know, I take a, I won't do it now, but I take a huge, I just right. 
suck it up and fill up my lungs and then I know how to control it so that I spend it for about I know how to spend my air you know throughout the copy but some people they do sometimes they do have to you know speed it up and I have I've heard something where a director has loved to take and I don't know that it's actually a little over and then mm. the engineer ends up sque- they they mm-hmm. squeeze it it's some yeah. kind of a compre- you know and I think Oh, don't do that. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. So it depends. It just depends. You should include that in your contract. Like, I only do it. I only raw dog it. No, uh, don't really do anything special to it. So that's a very different contract. <laughs> well, that would be from the HBO <laughs> animated. Right. Uh, anyway, um, is uh, so that's so that's crazy oh. that you have that you are crazy. a wealth of knowledge and information on what you have accomplished in the field you work in. Thank okay, you. based on your um, voiceover skills, how long do you think that we have been talking? You can't look at your phone. I won't. Uh, my phone's over there. Or the um, microwave. Don't look to the left. Don't look to the I'm left. I'm not. I couldn't be able to see it. <laughs> I, my eyesight isn't that good. All right, let me think about this. Not too long as a podcast. <laughs> it's pro- it's a, it is an hour. It is an hour. Oh, yeah, we're well it's, over. It's over an hour. Uh, yeah, it's not two, though. It's probably about... An hour and 15. Oh, we're an hour 33 right now. Oh, okay, really? we need to stop. All right, we gotta go. See you guys. <laughs> Wait, okay, that is too long. And you guys should edit this. No, Honest to God. No. Make it shorter. It's too friggin' long. Not only are we not gonna edit it, but we're gonna leave all of this in as well. Okay, but I'm just telling you right now. We're actually gonna lengthen the, I'm it. going to help you with your podcast. You should have a clock. And at an hour, you should cut it off. People don't want to... People don't have that much attention. We should, we should edit the podcast to cut off in the middle of that sentence. <laughs> well, you should cut it off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well, thank Carrie, you for having we me. We appreciate you. Yeah, this is very fun. Oh I my god, I so hope much. I haven't said anything that's really bad. <laughs> you probably have, but it's fine. Uh, uh, yeah, no, we really, really, we really appreciate you coming on the podcast. It's my pleasure. It's really, it's a pleasure. And really, voiceover is so fun. And 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 really, there a friend of mine said, "There's enough work for everybody," it's and true. there is more work for everybody. There are more people doing it. So it's just changed a lot. Mm-hmm, you know, right. if you're coming into it now, you're not going to have the same feeling that I have because you weren't living back in those days. Right. You know, it's true. so do you uh, before we get get out of here? Do you have anything to plug you in any, any plays coming up or anything? No, like that? No, mm-hmm, no, no, no. Find no. you online anywhere. You're like, no, nah, please don't. Please don't. Actually, <laughs> I mean, I have a website, but All um, right. but uh, well, you can plug your website. Uh, no, because it's really a mess. I'm you, actually redesigning on, it right uh, now. It's on. It's live. Are it's you Carrie on Fiverr? Tevins. <laughs> no, you should legit. You should look. Her I wish face. This was a video podcast. Yeah, her, her face. yeah, you looked right into my soul. No, you really should consider joining Cameo, though. Is especially. No, I'm not a. I'm not a. No, no, no. Yeah, I, no. I'd pay you to call someone and like threaten them in like an old no. Western Red Dead Redemption voice. But, but my dream is that one of my video game performances will be one of those that people are like, oh man, and they'll send me to it's one of those happen. cons. Like, oh Like yeah. that is the Like BlizzCon or something yeah, like that. Or, yeah. Who's the guy, do you know the guy who does Master Chief from Halo? He's like he's like a big deal in all the games. Mm-mm. All right. Mm. Well, I don't know. All right. We're done. All on right. that note. Uh, Brandon, where can people find you on the uh, internet? At B-Shaw, B-Shaw, B-Shaw. Uh, you can find me at AsanTheDJ.com or excuse me, on Instagram at Asan the DJ at A H S O H N the DJ and on my website at Asan A H S O H N dot com and you can find us at uh, at Weekly Regular on social media and Weekly Regular dot com yeah all right well uh, we will see you next week yep see you next week thank Peace you Carrie. out thank you.